The following podcast contains adult content. It is not suitable for minors, professional settings, or the faint of heart. The stories you're about to hear are recorded live at Petra's in the historic Plaza Midwood, Charlotte, North Carolina. Foreplay Goes South is open mic storytelling. Hosted monthly by Metanoia, attendees share their intimate, sultry, salacious tales. In this episode, our storytellers absolutely gush over all the fun they've had. But before we dive in, I want to remind you I'm giving away a pair of tickets to the Flamingo Review's upcoming comic strips burlesque event at the Visualite on June 18th. If you want details on how you could win, make sure to check out any of my social medias. That's at 4PlayGS on Instagram, Facebook, FetLife, and TikTok. Now on to the show. Our first storyteller, Gail, tells us all about her inheritance. So, so let's get straight to it. This is not a story as much as it is a panel. How do we feel about squirting? Yeah. You know what? That was my, uh, you know, because I used to, like, fuck a lot of random people in my early 20s. Now I'm in my late 20s. And um, I only, I'm doing monogamy and I'm happy, which is cool. Um, So that's nice that it worked out. But when I first started sleeping with my boyfriend, it was about two and a half years ago. And I'm like an avid squirter. Like, I've always kind of known that about me. Like, I scared myself, but all my partners before, I would be like, I'm sorry what I did to your bed. And they're like, that's right, baby. I'm gonna go cook you some dinner. They're like, I'm proud of you. (laughs) So it was really weird that I'm having sex with this guy and I am just like, whoosh. And he's just like, what the fuck? I'm like, I thought you'd be happy. I'm happy. And he was like really suspicious of me. He was like, he's like, what, what, what is this? Are you, are you tricking me? He's like, is there some sort of, are you into some sort of peeing fetish I don't know about? I'm like, I've never had a man satisfy me and then just be like, I'm still not sure. I heard a spoon feed and be like, you did a great job, baby. Like, but he's he's grown to love it. Uh, but after the experience, I went and talked to my mom, because we had like a really big fight, and I lived with my mom at the time, uh, and I was noticeably sad. And so she's like, honey, what's wrong? And so I told her, and I was very honest about it, and then she looked at me, and uh, her name's Karen Murray, by the way, and she's an American fucking hero. She was like, Gail, I just want you to know that this is a this is a trait that I also have. <laughs> this, is, this, was, this is hereditary to you. Yeah. And you wonder for like thousands of years was the just a bunch of squirters in southern Italy. <laughs> so yeah, um, And she was like, I'll, I'll treat, you know, teach you the ways, you know, there's a whole, it's not a big deal. You just get like a waterproof sheet, put it over your normal sheet, wash it every three hours and you're going to be fine. 
She did that. She was married to my dad. Like, they were solid. She was squirting on his dick the whole time. I guess that's the secret to like a successful marriage. Because <laughs> they, they made it. He died. He died eight years ago, and my mom's still like, never again, no one else. Make me squirt like Michael Murray. <laughs> In this next story, Sky Princess becomes a hot commodity at Burning Man. Okay, so I was here last month and I told you guys I was going to have shoulder surgery and I did. Uh, it's first day out of the sling. So my PT consists of this, this, and that. Okay, anyways. So if it just looks dead, it's because it is. Okay, moving on. I think I'm going to tell the story about, like, my first really, I have had a couple, four threesomes in my life, of which all four have been two girls, one guy, and every single time there's always been something really weird with the pussy. <laughs> So, yeah, I know. It's like the four worst experiences you could ever have. So I'm going to say the, the most uncomfortable one. So I'm at Burning Man, and I'm camping on the playa. Like, the, if you know what Burning Man is, it's like a clock, and that's where you camp. And I was, like, right in the smack in the middle with an open lifestyle camp. And I was not in the lifestyle. And my friend was like, yo, if you come in my RV, you got to be a part of this. But you don't have to be a part of this, just so you know. Okay, I show up and I didn't understand what the lifestyle meant and everybody's fucking each other and they're all having orgies and all the RVs. I was like, wow, okay, Burning Man, substances, nobody's sober, this is really weird. I'm like freaking out. And uh, uh, my first married man approaches me and his wife and they're super hot. And he was like, yo, she wants me to have sex with you. <laughs> and I was like, well, hot damn. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I was very flattered, and she looks at me and she goes, I warn you, he's not small. And I said, whew, okay, whew. And she goes, can I watch? And I actually said no, uh, because I was really uncomfortable with it. It was my first time. I was like, okay, not only am I having sex with a married man, his wife knows about it. I'm not ready like, to be watched. Uh, that came later. Um, and so I'm in, like, it, it was a couple of days. I was there for 13 days, right? And for seven days, like, it's getting heat, it's getting hot, and me and this guy, we'll call him Bob. Uh, Bob and I start making out in my RV, and we're, then we start fucking, and he's got, like, an eight-and-a-half-inch dick, which I'm like, what? My tiny little China can't handle this, but it was, <laughs> but it was, you know, how, like, it just blossoms for anything that it Okay. So we're having sex, the door is closed, it's like, boom, 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 the RV's going back and forth, and then all of a sudden you hear, hello? And we're just like going back and forth, back and forth. And then in comes Juliet, and um, she just looks at us and was like, uh-huh. And I look at her and I said, uh-huh. And she goes, is, is uh, Jason here? I was like, no. And then me and Bob look at each other and say, <clears throat> you want to join? And that's the first time I actually ever have like gone out of my way to be like, hey, lady, come in and join me. 
Like, it wasn't like a weird, like, forced, cons- like, forced situation where a guy's like, I really want a threesome, will you do that for me? It was like, hey, you're hot, let's go. So she comes in, and I felt like I was in a porno. You know that scene in the porno? I mean, one of my favorites. is when a guy's doing the girl doggy style, and then she's, like, licking the girl's pussy. Yeah, I was doing that. <laughs> I wasn't against it. I usually don't like it, but I was like, okay, I'm liking it. And she's like, oh my God, oh my God, I never come. I'm going to come. I'm like, uh, fingers? And she goes, yes. And so I'm like, bloop, bloop. And he's like, he's like, dude, be from behind. And in the middle of our threesome, he goes, oh my God, this is so hot. This is the first threesome I've ever had without my wife. Fuck. And I was like, oh, okay. And then all of a sudden you hear her go, don't stop. And she just came. And mind you, it's kind of dark because the lights were off and we had all the blinders on. And uh, in the middle of the day, but she came, and then all of a sudden, I like, I was like, something smells like iron. Did you? Are you on your period? And she goes, No, I'm not supposed to start for like another 10, 12 days. It's like turn the lights on. Blood everywhere. to enjoy a little self-care.
Um, I'm still better with my hand. And it's nothing against him, it's just, it's, it's efficient, and um, I only recently started masturbating, like in the last five years. Um, I know, I'm sexually repressed. And so, I, 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 mean, I remember getting my first, uh, my first vibrator, uh, she's pink, uh, pretty standard issue, little, little, you know, for the clit, and then, you know, the insertion. And, um, normal, not like an alien dick or anything, just like regular human penis. Anyways. So, um, I'm, I finish up an erotica novel, or fantasy romance. Uh, I finish up that, and while the book was terrible, there was plenty of sex scenes that got me nice and riled up. So I pull up Yule Pornhub. I open an incognito tab on my own phone. <laughs> and, and I open Pornhub, and I find myself a wonderful anal video. I think they're married. Uh, good for them. And, and, I, and I get to town. I get to work. Sorry, I'm going to town. wrapped up in the story, uh, and I'm really feeling what's going on, and then I, uh, I climax, and I have that moment where you're like, did I piss myself? And then I go, oh my god, no I didn't. And I look down, and my, my sofa, this, the sofa I had made, fucking drenched. And I'm home alone, and it, it was, it was a matter, it was whimsy. Like, usually, I'm like a masturbated secret, like in your bathroom, or like, I have kids, um, or, or like in the middle of the night, you know, when your husband hasn't come to bed yet, like that's the kind of masturbator I am, and so like on a whim, I was like, it's the middle of the day, two o'clock in the afternoon, I'm gonna do it on my couch, where my kids watch television, and, and so, so, I climax, I spill everywhere, um, and then I looked down and I realized I had broken my vibrator. I came so hard. Um, but it, 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 it snapped into them. Okay? <laughs> I don't... <laughs> I think it was its time. Also, like my mother, I keep uh, my vibrator where you're supposed to, which is in the shower. Per her... <laughs> I know now that's probably not good because of the material it's made out of and yada yada whoop de whoop, but that's where she keeps hers and so I was like, alright, well maybe that's where you should keep it. So I think that in conjunction with my awesome orgasm, uh, I broke my first vibrator so I have to go get a new one. Yeah. Thank you guys. We're wrapping up this episode with Flamingo Review's very own Delilah Disco, discovering an old flame with a new attitude. Ready? Okay, I was freshly 18. I was on Tinder, where it said I was 21 because that was back in the day that it was connected only to your Facebook. And my Facebook was three years older because um, when I had a, when I created my Facebook, you know, you were supposed to be like 15 or 16. I was like 13 when I got my Facebook. So like, 
My mom lied when she created it, so my, my age was wrong. However, I was 18. So I was swiping through, and I was like, oh, wait, I know that guy. It was a dude that I had, like, gone to high school with. We rode the bus together. I saw him when I was, like, a freshman and was like, ooh, that's, like, that's, like, teenage movie heartthrob kind of looks. He was very, very cute. And I was like, all right, hell yeah, swipe right. Turns out he had already swiped right on me. Dope. So I message him, and I'm like, hey, how's it going? You remember me? And he goes, no. That makes sense. I was a freshman, you were like a junior or a senior, and you were like a jock and shit. So whatever, it's cool, it's cool. I was a choir kid, that's fine. I was like, that's, that's fine. Do you still live in, in the neighborhood that you used to live in? Because we rode the bus together and you lived in the neighborhood right next to mine. He goes, oh, actually, we're just now moving. I was going to see if you wanted to come over to my old house before I move and we could fuck in the house. And I'm like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Fuck yeah, fuck it. So I come over to a fully empty house. There was no furniture. There was barely carpet. They had ripped up all of the carpet because they were replacing the carpet. The only room that had any kind of carpeting was the living room. So I was like, I guess this is where we're fucking, huh? Y'all 18 to 20 year olds, I don't know what's wrong with them. They'll fuck anywhere. <laughs> like I, I still will fuck in most places. I'm cool with public sex as long as, you know, we're properly hidden from the people that we need to be properly hidden from. But like, on the floor with no other option is just not great. So my hair is still wet because I had just taken a shower and I was like, do you want me to, I don't know, blow you? I was fairly inexperienced at this point. Like I, I knew what to do, but like I hadn't honed my skills yet that I now have. Um, find me on Instagram, Panic at the Disco. Um, so I hadn't quite honed my skills yet. So I was like, do you, do you want me to suck your dick? And he was like, yeah, suck my dick. And as I was going down, my hair was still like kind of damp. So like my hair had flipped over. It was a lot longer back then. And he was like, oh my God, that feels amazing. And I'm like, what? He goes, your hair, it just feels so good. I'm like, okay, I mean, to each their own, fine. Not what I was expecting, but all right. My mouth is literally on your dick right now, but okay, cool, cool, fine, whatever, it's all good. So I'm going, I'm doing the thing. And he goes, stick a finger in my butt. I'm like, what? <laughs> this is my first time ever experiencing any kind of anal play with literally anybody, including myself. So I was like, grossly underprepared. Um, at that point, by the way, same clause. I had the same clause. I was like, hey, are you sure? And he goes, yeah, I'm sure. I'm like, are you positive? And he goes, yeah, do it. I'm like, fuck it. And I go in, and he comes almost immediately, by the way. Like, it was, it was almost instantaneous. Like, I went up, found the prostate, was like, I think this is it. It was. <laughs> Fun fact. <laughs> I know where a prostate is. My finger is, in fact, long enough to reach it. Um, so, I, you know, I get in there. He comes, like, immediately down my throat, unexpectedly. And, like, I pulled, pulled my finger out, and I'm like, do you have fun? He goes, yeah, I had a great time. But now I'm gonna move. <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, fuck, shit, fuck. And then he tells me where he moves to. It's right behind the dance studio that I used to belly dance at. So I was like, yo, 
I'm there literally twice a week. Do you want me to come over like twice a week and do the same thing that I just did? And he goes, please, can you? Can you please? Please, can you? And I go, yeah, sure. We did it like twice. And then he decided to move again. He got a better job opportunity or whatever. But, you know, it's, it's nice for, you know, adult me to be like, ooh, high school crush. Oh, yeah, you don't know who I am. Fuck. <laughs> It's fine. Gave him the best orgasm of his life that I know of. Anyway, I'm Delilah Disco of the Flamingo Review because I keep forgetting to introduce myself. Um, we do have a show coming up on June 18th, Comic Strips. It is a comic book themed show. I will be both stripping and emceeing. So if you want to see me be kind of funny, Light, June 18th, follow the Flamingo Review on Instagram, Facebook, and also YouTube, where you can watch some of our apps as well. Anyway, smoochy bitches. This episode of Foreplay Goes South podcast was recorded and produced by event host and podcast creator Metanoia. These stories are recorded live every third Tuesday of the month at Petra's in Charlotte, North Carolina. Come check out our next live event on June 21st. Don't forget, you can play to win two tickets to Flamingo Review's upcoming comic strip show at The Visual Light. For more information about Foreplay Goes South, follow us at Foreplay GS on Facebook, FetLife, Instagram, and Twitter.